and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Tim Thompson and I'm joined as always by Mr. MC. That would be me. How are you doing? I'm good and I'm, you didn't change the, the intro this time. You didn't forget your name or well, anything. <laughs> no, you can only do that for so long, MC. You know, people come to expect some sort of structure with our podcasting. <laughs> that, uh, you know, they want that familiarity feeling true, so we can't true, mess true. it up too much. Mm. Um, oh, hello. Welcome back. <laughs> this is uh, High Tide Part 1. Uh, what happened last time, MC? Ah, uh, well, it was exciting. There was an exciting episode it where exciting things actually happened. actually exciting. Uh, so, fighting, basically. There was a lot of fighting. MC went to a bowling alley and had a slightly disturbing uh, level of enjoyment from caving in the skulls <laughs> of lots of zombies with a baseball bat. Yay! Um, and then Chip went to uh, fight a street gang. On the notorious with, streets of war. With some planks of wood. <laughs> um, yes, I've forgotten about that. And then he got into a fight with some vampires, which wasn't going too well. But then he went into one of Tokyo's many gun shops, <laughs> where he found a minigun and a rocket launcher. Just two of the reasons why it was probably the best episode ever. <laughs> but it's the overall thing that's happening at the moment. is mm. kind of, that was just another one of Harato's side quests. Mm. But it, we're hurtling towards the end of the season episode. Uh, they called you episode then MC uh, <laughs> what? Um, and it looks like Dom has found a way to get the ninjas back to England because they can't afford conventional air travel that I guess. was the one uh, well, it's lockdown isn't it they'd have to be in quarantine for two weeks afterwards and uh, yeah but they're gonna jump on a smuggler's boat yep good old people smuggling uh, <laughs> which I guess is where the high tide name comes yeah. from uh, so that's wicked let's see how that goes um, obviously Jay's gonna be quite nervous to be back on the sea is it, yes, but is he actually going? I, I'd imagine all the gangs go. I mean, we Surely just, not. We wouldn't cut out Louise and Jay from the final <laughs> episode. Right? Bye, guys. You stay here and look after Tokyo. <laughs> well, let's find out, episode. Uh, why do I keep calling you episode? That would be me. me. <laughs> well, let's get on with this uh, MC, shall we, episode? This is <laughs> High Tide Part 1. Previously on Tomorrow Gason, Tifa, Jay, Louise, Shinokan, MC and Chip, you all have something to worry about because the Tokyo police force are not quite what they seem. Good night. The phone clicked as Chief Inspector Harato hung up. There are five. <laughs> five rules of power, of which he only needs one more to be complete. You must go to England, your mother country, and stop him. Stop Mr. Johnson before it is too late! Please! Johnson? Isn't that the guy who's going to be Prime Minister? <gasps> Chip asked. Yes, the last phase of powering news of the five! <gasps> Thank you, Evangelina. MC said. We'll stop it. It's what we do. The door burst open and several pirates, including Captain Wakefield, strolled in. He chuckled at the sight of a terrified Jay. Captain Wakefield walked away leaving Jay alone. Maybe death would have been a blessing, Jay wondered. He missed his friends. He wanted to go home. He was afraid and alone. And at that specific moment in time, hope was a long way away. Okay, well, firstly, the only way my friend can get you across to England is tomorrow night. It'll cost you about £300 each, and you have to share a boat with some refugees who are entering the country illegally. What's the good news? Louise asked. The battle you're about to take on will probably kill you all. Looks like we got that kamikaze mission after all. Chip said. MC nodded in agreement. 
the thought of losing his friends more than his own life scared him half to death. More than he would admit to. You game? Chip nodded. Looking at her old photos helped calm her down in situations like this. It was reassuring that she has at least accomplished something in her life. Tifa checked the pregnancy test again <gasps> to double check the result. Oh god. The used notes crumpled as episode fingered them. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Nice. The used notes crumpled as MC fingered them. He was double-checking they had the right amount required to get aboard the ship Dom had told them about so they could get to England and stop Herato and whoever else in their world domination plans. <laughs> I feel like it's difficult to put the phrase world domination plans in any form of literature or whatever without it sounding s- stupid. Like, can you imagine a <laughs> serious piece of literature that says something, 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 world domination plans? And it's kind of a contrast to what normally happens with the villains, because most of the time they want to destroy the world. That's true. And do we do we know Hirato wants to dominate the world? Maybe he does want to destroy it. The, the MC's leaping to a lot of conclusions here, because <laughs> we literally know nothing about Mr. Johnson's overall plans. That's very true. Mm. All there? Louise asked. To the yen. At least I got the currency right yeah. this time. Normally it's been pounds <laughs> or rupees. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> she stared at the money, and MC thought he almost saw her drool. <laughs> oh. He thought Jay was bad with money. Where did it all come from? She said, coming out of her catatonic-like state. This is all the money we have ever made out of paying customers. Tifa's redundancy money... <laughs> The super evil police fired Tifa, but they still gave her a redundancy package. obviously, she's part of a union. (laughs) Their big evil bosses is covered under that, I guess. This is all the money we have ever made out of paying customers. Tifa's redundancy money, my last few savings, and the next part of the mortgage to the mansion. Oh, so they're going to be like bankrupt after this then. Mm. Do you think it's a return boat trip? Or is it a one-way? I think they said in a very dramatic way, this is a one-way trip. <laughs> well, that's all right then, so they don't have to worry about coming back. But do we, I mean, we said about Louise and Jay going in the intro. Is Tifa going to go? I don't think Cause she's Louise prego. and Jay, I don't think Louise and Jay are going to go. Surely. I bet they are. I think they are. Okay. But what about Tifa? I mean, well, if Louise and Jay don't go, Tifa can't go, surely. Yeah, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Again, Louise glanced down at the money on the table. Can I count it? She reached for the money. MC was happy to keep her amused for a while. He went into the mansion's living room and sat down beside Tifa. Are you sure about this? He asked. Well, I'm not really keen on the whole dying part of this holiday. No one is going to die. MC reassured her. He wished he could believe his own words. Besides, all I meant was, I know you've been unwell lately, and I just wanted to make sure you're going to be okay sailing from here to England. It's going to be a few days in uncomfortable territory... So she is going. Mm. Is, when is she going to say she's pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> like five minutes before her water breaks? <laughs> he's going to be like... MC thought, oh, I thought he was just getting fat. <laughs> Knowing MC, he probably would say something like that as well. <laughs> so yeah, the whole gang is, is going. Yeah, I'm surprised. But Louise and Jay have held their own in fights. Like, yeah, true. They can semi-do things. True, true, true. Tifa nodded and MC knew that was final. She had been a hard-bitten cop who had been wrongly sacked by her evil boss. But she's still got her redundancy pay. (laughs) Do you think she's still getting a pension? (laughs) She had been a hard-bitten cop who had been wrongly sacked by her evil boss, but the fear came off her body in waves. (laughs) Waves, sea, Ah, stuff. Yeah, very good. Despite this and her illness, 
whatever that was. <laughs> Tifa was as strong as ever. Pregnancy is definitely an illness. It's a sexually transmitted illness. <laughs> Do you think MC is so hell-bent on that having kids it he's just like <laughs> he just refuses to it. Yeah. it's weird you know she keeps on getting like sickness in the morning i don't even call it morning sickness <laughs> she's craving bubble bath tea, <laughs> and it's just so strange Ooh, money jay said as he came downstairs with his suitcases i like that it was a very early character trait of jay to love money um, and it's yeah, still yeah. there mc saw jay and his luggage out of the corner of his eye he went into the lobby again and said jay we're not going on a trip. You don't need all that. It's just the essentials. Jay replied as he defended his eight cases. MC opened one of the cases and a bunch of clothes, CDs, DVDs and a brown teddy bear flopped out. Make sure it is only the essentials. MC said. We need to travel light and that's not easy when the bags are full of weapons. <laughs> this is why they can't fly. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine scanning that suitcase through and there's just katanas and size. Sorry, sir, there's a limit of two spears per passenger. <laughs> they should just use planks of wood. Right. That's a good weapon to use. I guess I could buy some more clothes when we get to England. Jay said, defeated. Uh, go to Primark. <laughs> oh, do they not have Primark in Japan? They have. Wait, was Primark even a thing when this was written? I don't... God... When was Primark invented? <laughs> when did Elon Musk first 1802. <laughs> Doubtful. MC said under his breath, then adding, Come on, guys, we need to move out in the next 10 minutes. The boat isn't going to wait for us. I do like that even the smuggler's boat has like a timetable. So like we're leaving <laughs> at 1603, and if you're not here, you're not going to get on. <laughs> we start boarding half an hour before. The cold nip of early evening's breeze clung to Chip's body like Velcro. <laughs> Is that the best thing I've ever written? <laughs> what a beautiful description. So evocative. I could just imagine someone really like black and white kind of film. Someone looking really pensive and deep. The voiceover. And then they just like pull the Velcro over their shoes and they're like, mm. <laughs> I'm going to read that line again. The cold nip of early evening's breeze clung to Chip's body like Velcro. He pulled his jacket tighter, but the sea air that seemed to be permanently around the docks kept the coldness in. It's funny how that sea air stays around the docks. <laughs> you think it would move on to inland at some point? <laughs> Jim's just like, why is there all this water here at the docks? <laughs> But the air wasn't the only thing making Chip's inside cold. <laughs> Before his insides were melting, now they're freezing. Well, now Evangelina's dead, you know, oh, obviously okay. he's just gone cold inside. Right. <laughs> like an underheated ready meal. <laughs> and Velcro. <laughs> he hadn't been to the dock since he had released the one. The damage the hell demon had created was still visible with decaying buildings. Chip shuddered, partly from the cold but mostly from his memories. <laughs> and his shoes, which were unvelcroed, so he had to do them up. He has trouble with laces sometimes. <laughs> Ever since the one <laughs> burned all the laces in the world. The distinctive sound of MC's DeSoto could be heard as it made its way through the docks. The shipping yards were pretty much empty apart from a few late workers, but a ship picking up people wouldn't be that conspicuous. Would it not? Like... In the late night dock where there's no one else around, there's this massive ship with all these, like, <laughs> dodgy-looking men standing around. <laughs> MC pulled the car up beside Chip, and the gang climbed in. 
As MC opened the boot to get the bags out, he noticed Chip didn't have anything in his possession except for the weapons he was sure Chip was concealing within his jacket. In the pocket. In the pocket. We know where that... You could have so much in there. It's true. That's what Jay should have done with his stuff. All these CDs and clothes. He should have just put them in his jacket pocket. God. Tifa nodded to Jay and Louise once they had their belongings and said to MC, Would you come with me for a moment? MC and Tifa walked away from the car. When they were a fair distance away, Tifa yelled, Now! In the loudest, loudest voice possible. She can manage. <laughs> Confused, MC turned back and saw Jane Louise pushing his DeSoto into the ocean. What? <laughs> Why? What? 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 Fuck this, I'm leaving. <laughs> Fuck your stupid podcast. <laughs> First... I become a father, and then you fucking murder my car. Go fuck yourself. I'm done. Uh, uh, thank fuck he's finally gone. Now I can do all the voices. I don't know if he's coming back. Hello? I'm all alone. Good. Please, please come back. Oh, I can't do Tifa's voice as well as you. You deserve to be alone. <laughs> After that fucking war crime. Come on. Maybe Jay and Louise and Tifa have a really good reason. Oh. Oh, no. I know what it's going to be. What? Tifa's going to go, we need, like, a family car now. The DeSoto's just not going to cut it. She's going in the fucking ocean as well, mate. <laughs> Tell you that much. Did, are they trying to turn MC evil? Oh, dear. Because <laughs> MC is perfectly justified in fucking murdering them all right now. Of all the things that have happened in this show, this is the worst thing. <laughs> I mean, there's still the hope that Tifa will have a miscarriage. So... <laughs> I don't know if you should edit that out. No, it's staying in. That is staying in, my friend. Uh, wow. But yeah, the car... <laughs> hmm... I really hope this is when she goes, I'm pregnant! (laughs) (laughs) Sploosh! (laughs) Confused, MC turned back and saw Jay and Louise pushing his DeSoto into the ocean. (sighs) He started to sprint back, shouting obscenities as he did, but he didn't make it in time. He, vintage car, plunged into the sea, making a huge wave as it did. Why?! (laughs) MC demanded to know... Because. Tifa said, rejoining the group and possibly fearing for her life right now. Damn fucking straight she should be. (laughs) Hirato might have someone following us some way to make sure we don't go across to England and stop him. If they found the car here, they wouldn't know we were on our way. Plus, I knew you wouldn't give that old thing up without a fight. What? What? I don't understand her reasoning. Because she said... If if they left the car in the docks, then Hirato, if they have someone following them, they would go, oh, look, the car's there on the docks. They must have gone on a boat across to England to stop Mr. Johnson. A taxi to the docks. Yeah. Walk. Or just hide the car somewhere. (laughs) The amount of fucking abandoned warehouses in Tokyo, you can find one. this This is really strange. Staring into space, MC could see their boat coming in from the distance. I don't believe this. He said. We're leaving our home to go to England, probably to die. You lots just pushed my baby into the water and we're broke. At least things can't get any worse. By the way, I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know if I wrote this just to mess with you at the time, or <laughs> yeah, probably because yeah. it makes no logical sense. It, it there's it makes no sense of all the things that don't make sense in this it show. It makes dumb sense, like in the they want to hide the car, so blah blah blah. But I mean, presumably someone following them would also go like, "That's weird. The car hasn't appeared at the mansion in like three weeks. What's going on?" Also, they're not here. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. not around. The abandoned mansion is now abandoned. Abandoned, abandoned mansion. The mansion sat silent. That was until the explosives Chief Inspector Harato <gasps> and the SWAT had planted in the basement finished its countdown and exploded. I like how they were able to get in the basement and plant a bunch <laughs> of explosives, probably while they were there. <laughs> the air around the mansion was like a huge firework display as the whole building went up. Oh, okay, so you're, the whole point of this is like all ties to the old what's the name of being car, the car, yeah. the mansion, Holy shit. like the two iconic things. Yes, yeah, objects. Yeah. I mean, they're gone. You and, know, and it's his favourite sword as well. <gasps> no, he surely will have that ago. in a suitcase somewhere. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, man. This is big changes are ahead. Mm. I wonder if this is going to affect where the seasons going then. Maybe they'll stay in England. Ooh, I mean, we need to have a chat about season four, which we're saving for the very end. Right. Because there's some issues with that. Right. But, yeah. I mean, you'd be less racist? <laughs> no, never. This, it just feels like a big event. The mansion mm. is gone. Yeah. Everything that, that has kind of been built up and stuff and goodbye, abandoned mansion in Tokyo. Mm. Oh, so convenient. 20 minutes outside the city. Blimey. Imagine how flammable that furniture would have been. <laughs> how long? do you think those explosives were there for and why have they waited until now to detonate them when they've left <laughs> unless it's just Harato messing with them again because yeah. he likes to do that he does he's they'll, a scamp there'll be like this run a little male guy running up to them at docks hands them a letter and it's just Harato going I have blown up your mansion <laughs> as the large boat pushed off the gang were introduced to the captain he walked them down from his post inside the steering tower <laughs> <laughs> He walked down from his post inside the steering tower and smiled warmly at them. Oh, that human trafficker. What a lovely smile he's got. He's charming, isn't he? <laughs> ah, welcome aboard. He greeted them. <laughs> just, just move on. No comment needed. We know the rules, MC. Once we've decided on a voice and we've done it, we stick with that voice. True. His blue trousers matched his blue blazer. Which, oh, double denim, which covered a white shirt underneath. He wore a sailor's hat above his short grey hair and smiled, bearing his teeth surrounded by a grey beard. His face told the tale of many voyages. It's like a nautical dilf. <laughs> it's Captain fucking Birdseye, that's who it is. <laughs> also, I think I'm not going down the, ro uh, the route of human traffickers here. <laughs> Because he's They're like, all such lovely people. He's Captain Birdseye slash the guy from The Simpsons. The, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, I guess maybe they're maybe they're like good people helping you know illegal immigrants kind of you know, escape their war torn countries to get to safer places. Yeah, maybe. Always going to turn out to be evil. Yeah, Let's find maybe. Out. I'm a Captain Parnaby. <laughs> Parnaby being that famous Italian name. <laughs> Maybe the Italian Captain Birdseye doesn't do fish fingers. He does spaghetti. <laughs> like frozen blocks of spaghetti that you put in the oven. Jay checked for any telltale signs of piracy, but this captain seemed genuine enough. 
<laughs> Especially that <laughs> accent. <laughs> MC shook his hand and introduced everyone, including Chip. It's good to be aboard, Captain. MC said, still mourning the loss of his DeSoto. Just be sadder. It's good to be aboard, Captain. <laughs> ah, you too. I hear good things from a friend of mine. Well, let me introduce you to my crew. He pointed to the small room he had just come from. I regret this voice. Mm-hmm. Up above is a John. If you don't like the smoking, it's probably best to stay away from him. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a long uh... sentence. Also better to avoid Chijiri. He's got the stinking cold, but he spends most of his time below deck. Paul is the guy... <laughs> Paul is the guy over there painting the bowl. <laughs> Paul is the guy over there painting the bowl, and the fellow behind you is Ash. I don't know where I'm going with this. I think I see this every week, but I feel like that's the most offensive thing now. Not the bowl painting, but your, just your accent. <laughs> okay, so we've got Captain Parnaby, clearly from Milan. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, John, Paul, Ash, and Tajiri. Mm. Tajiri was the name of a wrestler. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> the gang turned and saw the old sailor, who didn't differ too much from the captain, with the exception of the beard. He also looked like he had seen plenty of the sea. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Got fish in his... <laughs> no, not in his beard, because he doesn't have a beard. Maybe instead of uh, eyes, he's got portholes. <laughs> Small crew, Louise pointed out. Well, as I'm sure you're all aware, this isn't exactly legal sneaking refugees into another country, so a small crew is best, I feel. And to be honest, I... <laughs> Uh, I want you to do a voice that's like really deep and hurt, <laughs> so you know what it's like. I'm hurting doing this, <laughs> MC, alright? Uh, to be honest, I haven't actually known them for that long myself. My regular crew poured out when they found out I was doing this, but I'm retiring soon, so I need the money. <laughs> anyway, please try and remain below deck during the journey. We have a long sail ahead of us. Why does his regular crew pull out? Is it they going found... from Japan to England? Is like, well, they found out what he was doing—the smuggling, which apparently they didn't know before. They just thought they were on a boat. I, I thought they they were always smuggling. It was just this particular. Maybe he is a, like a merchant or something, but he took up a bit of people smuggling <laughs> on the side just to earn some beer money. It's basically like the cash in hand of the yeah. sailing world. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Hmm. hmm. But this isn't exactly legal sneaking refugees. Okay, so I guess he maybe is just trying to do it to help people, but then he's also charging them money, so... Maybe he's doing it at cost. But no, he's saving up for retirement. Yeah, and wasn't it something like 300 yen per person or something like that? It was still cheaper than flying. Yeah, There's, I don't think that makes it better. No, no, no. But... <laughs> I don't know. The, uh, the jury's still out on Captain Parnaby here. <laughs> I mean, people smuggling, you know, say what you want about it. <laughs> Maybe he's clearly doing a fake voice as well. (laughs) As the ship pulled away from the dry land of Tokyo's docks, MC, Louise, Jay, Tifa and Chip all had the feeling they would never see it again. Like MC will never see his DeSoto again. (laughs) Are we saying goodbye to Tokyo? It looks like it, doesn't it? It's how it feels. Mm. So goodbye Dom, I guess, as well. Oh, yeah. uh, Jason, uh, all our favourites that we can leave behind. The Genetics Factory. Oh, We've had so many good times. (laughs) 
No, not really. I hate every second of it. <laughs> the bottom part of the ship was filled with various refugees. Some from Tokyo, others from various parts of the world. How many Japanese refugees are there? <laughs> it's terrible conditions in Japan. <laughs> oh, they living in a slum. <laughs> to be fair, maybe it's because of the one. That's very true. And all the supernatural things that have gone on and caused so much damage and stuff. I can understand why you would want to leave Tokyo, yes. That is a really retroactive kind of thing to put in there, but let's go with it. (laughs) Not many spoke English, and none of them were white. (laughs) (laughs) They all felt very uncomfortable. Chip's about to go off on one, isn't he? (laughs) I hope none of them are homeless as well. (laughs) There were about 30 others in total. MC and Tifa could feel some of the looks they were getting as they sat down on the cold metal floor. Yeah, who are these bunch of racists? Is Tifa white? Like, canonically. (laughs) I don't know. Well, she's based on Tifa Tifa. Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Who may or may not be white. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I've I've no idea. That clears nothing up. (laughs) The room Captain Parnaby had his paying customers in was a deep steel room that would normally be reserved for transporting heavy equipment. Not a comfortable journey, but at least it was dry. Jay, Louise and Chip were all off searching for a spot on the floor to sleep on. I can't wait for you to say that the journey is done in like six hours. (laughs) Tifa laid in the arms of her lover, clinging to his feet. Oh, she's got a foot fetish and she's (laughs) pregnant. Wait, what? Is that because MC won't hug her because of the DeSoto? So she's just got to hang on to whatever she can. MC. She said sweetly. I think we need to talk. And MC is like, yeah, I'm breaking up with you. (laughs) You murdering bitch. What is it? Actually, I feel like MC would still be pissed. Yeah, what is it? (laughs) She's clinging to his feet. (laughs) Well, actually, I need to talk to you about something. A blood-curdling scream drew both MC's and Tifa's attentions, that's a lot of plurals, away for a second. It had come from the other side of the ship, and was enough to cause a sense of panic over the group of illegal immigrants. MC, closely followed by Tifa, sprinted forward, meeting up with Louise and Jay on the way. They all heard the scream and were heading for the direction it came from. They went down some stairs and through a door. They found Chip standing in a room. Chip. <laughs> when he stepped back, a dead body was revealed. <laughs> they all looked at Chip. I, I'm imagining some sort of comedy sideways glance. Yeah. Like, Chip, <laughs> have you murdered again? And he just shrugs and goes, <laughs> And there's a wah, wah, wah. And then MC goes, well, at least he didn't kill my car. <laughs> Not me. He assured the, before their accusation stares went too far. God. I've just got here. I heard that scream. It happened shortly after I stabbed this person. It's a mystery. <laughs> I like that it's just so casual now that he just knows they're assuming he murdered them. <laughs> hey, guy, it wasn't me this time. All right, that was last season. All right. <laughs> the switch is on good now. Maybe the person asked Chip for help and he's like, well, got beat you to death now. <laughs> they were like, also, I'm homeless. <laughs> that was awful. Tifa said, covering her ears as if she could still hear it. MC took a closer look at the body. It was definitely a... Sorry. It was defiantly a man. 
of Asian origin and no doubt a poor man. Oof, that sounds a bit... Probably <laughs> a bit Trump then. <laughs> MC wondered how he'd even been able to afford a ticket for this boat. All right, stop it with the racism now, OK? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> MC wondered how he'd even been able to afford a ticket for this boat. On second thoughts, he didn't want to know. The man's raggedy clothes were stained in blood and had a few cigarette burns in them. His shirt had been split open, much like his belly. Intestines oozed out of the lifeless corpse. He was split by something long and sharp. MC observed as he checked the man's wound. The killer can't be too far away. Chip noted. He's right. Looks like we've got a case. MC said, standing up. He's just desperate for something to distract him from the death of his DeSoto. <laughs> He's like, yes, yeah, a dead person, finally. <laughs> we must jinx places. Louise folded her arms, wishing that just for a day she could escape brushes with death. Jay, Louise, search the front end of the boat. Me and Tifa will check out the back. Does he mean bow and stern? (laughs) Does he mean steering tower, actually? (laughs) What about weapons? Jay asked. They're all in our bags, which are in a secret location on the ship. (laughs) A secret location (laughs) in which you could have hidden a car, for instance. Like, those are things that exist. Yeah, this is a big boat, right? Surely a car could have... Maybe it's extra for the car. Maybe they couldn't afford it. Or just a secret location in Tokyo somewhere. (laughs) They're all in our bags, which are in a secret location on the ship. No weapons for this one. Just be cautious. So if somebody tries to kill you, be extra cautious. (laughs) Are are we trying to say they should be alert? (laughs) Is, is, uh, you know, because there could be something really, really dangerous that's killing people out there that they just have to be alert for for some reason. That's as good as PPE. (laughs) Get on the boat, but don't get on the boat. Hide the DeSoto, but don't go in the DeSoto. I think I'll just be careful. Jay replied. (laughs) Stay careful, but don't be cautious. (laughs) With a shake of her head, Louise led the way towards the front of the ship, Jay in tow. MC and Tifa went back past the door they had just come through. I'll see if anyone saw anything. Chip said, but everyone had gone. (laughs) So left out. (laughs) He headed back to the now very frightened group of refugees and wondered where to start. So far, they hadn't exactly been very friendly to the strange white people and the murder <laughs> wasn't going to help. It's like colonialism all over oh again. God, I was a very different person back then. <laughs> Chip started to walk down the group of people. Does anyone speak English? He kept saying, but all he got was scared or angry looks. Chip was about to give up when he heard a meek and hesitant female voice. He tried to locate the voice. She stepped through the crowd of people and Chip could see she was no older than 16 with long dark hair and a filthy face. Much like all the other refugees, their faces told a story of a thousand woes. I speak. She said. Chip pulled her to one side, not having any time for pleasantries. (laughs) (laughs) I need to know if anyone saw or heard anything. He said. Like the loud cry? No, something else. We all heard the scream, but now we need to find the killer. A look of fear fell over the girl's face, and Chip realised he had let it slip. No one apart from the gang had known they'd found a dead body until now. (laughs) Chip just shrugs at the camera like, oh no! (laughs) He's saying to the 16-year-old, but it wasn't me, I didn't kill them, I haven't killed anyone this year. (laughs) It's okay. Chip tried reassuring her. We'll find whoever did it. I just need you to ask some of these people if they know anything. I do. Before the cry, I hear someone who is making snorts and wheezes through their nose. A sneeze? Chip thought. 
I hear it as everyone is quiet. The girl finished. What's your name? Chip asked. Lucy. She replied, extending her hand. Hi Lucy, my name's Chip, and I want you to know that I'm the sort of an expert when it comes to these things, and everything is going to be alright. I do not feel reassured. (laughs) (laughs) But I do need you to talk to these nice folks to see if they know anything. I'll be around later to check up on you. Okay, okay. Lucy dashed off, seemingly a little excited. Oh Uh, boy, a murder! (laughs) She definitely did it. (laughs) Chip wondered if that was the first piece of meaning she had ever had in her young life. Nothing like a bit of murder to bring (laughs) sense of purpose to somebody's life. Trouble with kids these days, there's no murders. They're too busy hugging people on Fortnite, being (laughs) (laughs) flossing, (laughs) understanding people's feelings and sending love and kindness out into the world. What they need is a good amount of murder and pain. The silence was only broken by the sound of the distant rumblings of the ship's engine or a drip of water through a hole. (laughs) Because <laughs> those things are alike <laughs> Louise and Jay crept through the many maze-like floor Louise and Jay crept through the many maze-like floor of the ship Looking for anything that might resemble a clue <laughs> What are they doing? I don't understand Looking for clues <laughs> In the many maze-like floor? Yeah Okay You know what? Jay said in what he considered a whisper I really wish I had a weapon right about now. Louise was inclined to agree. With a murderous person loose on the ship and them unable to get their weapons, everything did seem a little too real. As opposed to... What? Fake murders? (laughs) When they have weapons, they're like, this isn't real. Everything's fine. (laughs) We're in a really badly written story. (laughs) It's, uh, It's fine. We're the main characters. We won't get killed. Just be quiet. She said, we need to be sneaky. The main would be in our... (laughs) What? Best line ever. We need to be sneaky. The main would be in our... (laughs) God, what is happening right now? Louise let out a scream as he stepped in front of her. In front of her. Off her... Jay joined in and continued even when Louise had realised it was Captain Parnaby. I mean, I would scream if he turned out because I'd be like, oh, I've got to listen to that voice again. <laughs> Is he okay? The captain asked. He has issues with sailors. Louise replied, slapping Jay around the back of the head to shut him up. I get to that. I guess everyone is on edge, what with all the murder and all. I like how sensitive Louise is about Jay's, like, traumatic experiences <laughs> with pirates. Well, so how does the captain know about all the murder? Unless he did it. <laughs> no, it was Lucy. <laughs> how did you know about that? Louise and the others had only discovered the body about half an hour ago, and she didn't know of anyone else who knew about it. The captain seemed to jump onto his back foot. <laughs> Just hopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I did it, but I can't look shifty. Quick, look natural. Quick shift. <laughs> well, you know, these are places. He tapped the wall of the ship. The bulkhead. <laughs> A word that travels fast. Anyway, I must get back to my duties. <laughs> He's got to put some spaghetti into a block. <laughs> when Captain Parnaby was gone, Jay said to Louise... I don't like that guy. 
He was acting a little suspiciously. A little bit. If he was jumping on his front foot, that would be... <laughs> it's fine. almost like his accent is fake. <laughs> I meant because he reminds me of a pirate. Jay emphasised the word pirate. Louise just shook her head as she usually did when Jay was being Jay. You mean like, right. <laughs> Talking about his greatest fears. <laughs> she did, however, get a vibe from Captain Parnaby and wondered what he was doing down here. Why would a captain of a ship be wandering around the ship? That doesn't make any sense. He should be in the steering tower. <laughs> Louise and Jay continued down the hallway. As the sun started to set over the sea and the darkness of the night engulfed the ship, the gang slowly started to make their way back to the large area of the ship they would be sleeping in. Visibility inside the ship's long and winding hallways had been difficult, even during the daylight hours, so with no electricity, it would have been impossible and very dangerous to search the areas of the ship any longer. There aren't any electric lights in the ship. <laughs> Just a bunch of oil lanterns. <laughs> it's like a 16th century sailing galleon. Because they do say sail and stuff like that. So part of me does think if it's like a big ship with a massive <laughs> sail on it and one of those piratey spinny wheels to, in the steering <laughs> tower. Also, Captain Parnaby, who obviously clearly did the murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that was Lucy. It's not very concerned. He's just like, oh, you know, with all the murder going on, we should uh, be careful. Or a spot of murder today. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that happens. Over their dinner of warmed up soup, the gang talked about their findings of the day. Louise spoke of Captain Parnaby and his anxious behaviour. But isn't he a friend of Dom? Tifa asked. Yeah, but I guess we can't rule him out at this stage, Louise said. Do you think this is double bluff where we think it's Captain Parnaby, but it's actually not? And it is actually Lucy and she's a demon or something? That's Yeah, it's a good possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it really matter if he knows Dom? MC wondered. What are you you going on about? (laughs) Jay pitched. This Dom character, all we know about him is that Chip threatened him last year and then Louise talked to him a bit once. Since that time, he's found time to work his way into our lives, giving us missions and whatnot. The truth is, we don't know anything about Dom. Yeah, Dom, who's listening to us, <laughs> listening to this. Can we trust you? I mean, to be fair, in the context of the story, MC's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, uh, shifty character, isn't he? And Dom did do a whole thing with Tifa, and the healing, and the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying that Dom knocked up Tifa? <laughs> Thank God, you hope. MC, <laughs> MC isn't a dad. Perfectly happy to get cucked by an antique dealer if it means the child isn't mine. You don't trust him. It wasn't a question from Chip. MC wasn't too sure. Don did seem like a genuine person, but if they added up everything the antique shop owner had come to them about, it was always, it was always turned out to be potentially <laughs> lethal. God, MC counted on his fingers. Vampire who was turning kids. Evangelina, and now a ship that has a murderer loose. Plus the fact he had all the books on how to raise creatures from hell, which I... <laughs> Chip... Again, do <laughs> Chip couldn't find the right words. <laughs> it's okay, Louis said. We all know you were an evil son of a bitch. <laughs> what about all these sources he's supposed to have? Yes, let's question those mysterious sources, thank you. <laughs> At the end of the day, we don't know anything about Dom, but we can't exactly turn the ship around and head back to Tokyo to retrieve my beloved car. <laughs> Sorry. Let's get some sleep. Shouldn't someone stand guard? Tifa suggested. I'll do it. Chip said. I wouldn't get any sleep tonight anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
Because we he doesn't sleep. We've established right, this. Right, because yeah. he's so cool. Yeah, because <laughs> he's so broken. <laughs> I want Evanescence to start Dark playing now. Dark and edgy. <laughs> MC watched Chip as he stood up and walked away from the group. It wasn't just Don. He didn't trust. And that's where we're going to end High Tide Part 1. Well, what do we think of that MC episode? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, well, it was the most tragic episode. <laughs> yeah. Should we do one at like a minute silence for the DeSoto? Yes, it's a bit like when Paul Walker died. <laughs> There's a DeSoto inside another car. <laughs> Slowly driving off into the sunset. <laughs> Where will I see you again? <laughs> yeah, and some other stuff happened. Yeah, okay. Do you want me to? Are you all right? Do you want me to? I'm still this? mourning. <laughs> well, it's more set up, isn't it? As part yeah. ones always are. Um, and in a way, almost another side quest, <laughs> because <laughs> we're only a few episodes away from ending the season. There's mm. this potential big bad in Mr. Johnson and whatever Harato's plans are. But no, let's put the gang on a ship and have them try and solve a murder. It's, it's got a bit Agatha Christie, hasn't it, in a way? Harrow <laughs> <laughs> to turn up and <laughs> solve the case. <laughs> I don't think we could do a Belgian accent, so let's let's hope not. Oh my god, I can't, yeah. even, I can't even do an English accent yeah. at this point. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, we just wanted to show the journey, the way they're travelling from Tokyo to England. Good Saying goodbye. Human smuggling, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to a lot of things established yeah. in this as well. It's yeah. a, I feel like things are going to change quite a bit. Because mm. Tokyo seems to be gone, the mansion's gone. Mm. I mean, Paul went out for the mansion as well. Mm. I mean, obviously, uh, the DeSoto, which we've, uh, which we've talked about. Yeah, and have. we will have a good cry about it. Talking to my therapist about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, now we've just got to do. Just got to get past this little side quest again. Then we can get into the main block of the season and mm. actually have the overall story arc, which Maybe. has been lacking a lot. It's going to be a massive anticlimax. <laughs> it's going to be like a paragraph, and then they found Mr. Johnson and they beat him up and the end. <laughs> maybe they won't. Maybe it'll just be side quest after side quest, yeah, and maybe. this will never end. <laughs> Well, if you've got any theories as to uh, how exactly the season is going to end, there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch. You can find us on Facebook, where we're at facebook.com slash howiriptoffpodcast. We are also on Twitter, at howiriptoff. You can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud. Did I say catalogue weird then? No. Did I sound sound... I think you're so paranoid about mispronouncing SoundCloud that you're just... <laughs> how many times have I done this you line? You did it correctly, just continue with the sentence. You can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. There we go. And uh, if you want to leave some sort of um, memorial <laughs> for the DeSoto, like a short poem, maybe a few words about how much it meant to you, um, we'd appreciate that very much. And uh, give us five stars. Don't rate us, rate the DeSoto. <laughs> And by remembering the DeSoto, you will greatly help us and uh, get us in by more cars. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I know we joked about uh, our current lockdown situation mm. and the rather poor uh, advice we've now been given by the government at the mm. time of recording. So please, as ever, please stay safe. To fucking forget about staying alert. <laughs> Just look after yourselves. Look after your friends and family. Come and talk to them. Come and talk to us if you want to. We're here if you need someone to chat to. And yeah, we'll see you next week for some more high tide action. 